the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that and feel like you in the game Playing for real, it's like royalty Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. We have a two-man booth this evening. We're uh, recording late Thursday night here, a little too late for our for our elder statesman, Cowboy Senior. So it's just myself, the Cowboy, and the one you know and love, Mr. John D'Amato. How you doing, John? Pretty good. Happy New Year. It's too bad for Senior. Give him a little credit, though. Man's got to get up and... Uh... Put in some work tomorrow morning. He does. Un- un- he does. Unlike these other bums of uh, your generation. I have to work as well, just not, a, ah. not, as er- not as early as him, so it's okay. Two out of three, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty interesting week, John. Yeah, very interesting. I think we can hop right into it here. We're in the, the heat of the playoff chase, so a lot of games with a lot of meaning. I think we could start with the game that Senior would probably choose to forget, as well as myself. We had Buffalo going to New England in a, a big matchup. Basically, you know, for all intents and purposes, the game was for the AFC East Championship, barring something uh, silly happening in the last couple of weeks. And Buffalo came in and, you know, they played a really good game. They played a really good game. They beat the Patriots 33-21. Um Scores not deceiving. They 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 won the game. They they outplayed the Patriots. I thought um, watching the game, John, the most you know the thing that stuck out to me was kind of that you know Josh Allen is definitely a level above Mac Jones. Uh, the Patriots defense. I don't put too much on them. I mean, he 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 just played a great game. Josh Allen just played a great game, and. The Pats couldn't uh, couldn't pull it off. They they did have a chance. Interception went through J.C. Jackson's hands uh, toward the end of the game that would have given the Patriots the ball down less than a score with a chance to steal it. But he didn't make the play, and Buffalo won. What what were your takeaways? Uh, that's definitely that was like an MVP uh, type performance uh, from Josh Allen. As a matter of fact, some uh, some drops or something. Uh, he could have he could have had a forty burger. Uh, just just from the moment they took the opening kickoff and went right down, there was an uh, there was an analytical uh, play of fourth and two, and they got it, and that was the big, uh, <laughs> and uh, and that set and that set them on their way. So, yeah. The rare analytical play that worked out. Yeah, I, I mean we we like to we usually like to get deeper, but uh, this was one of those things where the definitely uh, one superstar was a uh, was a difference, and uh, you know. I, Although Jones struggled, I would. Uh, it's it's still uh, kind of surprising that uh, that Bill and the defense didn't really have much, uh, didn't have um, any way to stop him or or even slow down uh, Allen. Even with the uh, the receivers out, uh, uh, McKenzie had a, a friggin' uh, terrific game and couldn't guard him. Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting because I mean Allen just Allen made a number of just really really good plays, but the Patriots defense could have, uh, could have absolutely played a, uh, played a, played a better game. I mean, he, he's tough. I think the, the big takeaway for me here from, from the Pats perspective is it feels like they're in the wrong conference in the wrong year. 
in that, you know, they're too, you know, you want to make the Super Bowl in the, in, in the AFC. It's going through the Chiefs and through the Bills, potentially both of them. And what you have there are two teams with, with defenses that are at, as, you know, as on par with the Patriots, right? Those defenses are all, you know, all similar, very good defenses. But with a rookie QB and with Mahomes and Allen playing the way they are, it's real tough. It's real tough to see the Pats being able to navigate their way in a playoff game against against those guys. Stranger things have happened. So, you know, you're not going to count them out. And this was not a blowout by any means, but just a just a, a tough thing. I think they'd be it would it would be beneficial for them if it was, you know, <coughs> excuse me, one of the old uh, Kansas City teams that great off like the teams they beat in the past. Great offense, but a, a defense you can really light the scoreboard up against. But that's not the case this year. So it, it, after this week, it's tough. It's tough to look at the AFC and not say that it's either going to be Kansas City or the Bills in the Super Bowl. And I, I would love to see that game because I think that's, that's about the best game you can have in football right now. Yeah. I, 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 some uh, less, uh, less educated Patriot uh, fans uh, were, are a little confused, uh, you know, why, it, why that is that the uh, division is pretty much wrapped up with the division because uh, the Pats got the one more loss because they lost that opening game to Miami. So the division goes to Buffalo in the tiebreaker and with Buffalo playing uh, the Falcons and the Jets at home, it's exactly. pretty much a, it's pretty much a, a done deal. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, you never know. I mean, Buffalo did lose to Jacksonville. So there is uh, there, there's a little glimmer of hope for the Pats, but uh, very I faint you, glimmer. I mean, yeah. I got, I got to ask you, you think it worked against them at the beginning of the year? You're like, Oh, the Pat's got that late buy that. And that's going to be great. Cause they could, that could really help them down the home stretch, but man, they were rolling before that buy. So I, I think it, it, it kind of hurt t- them t- a little bit. They killed their momentum. Took some of the steam out of the, out of the train. And they, they played that. They played their best perfect games right before that buy. And uh, yeah. Uh, so, so, so you never know with these things and it's, it's crazy. I mean, they, they, you know, they were healthy and everything, but the, just the last two weeks, a little flat, you know, on the offense and even yeah. the defense too. Uh, they couldn't get much pass rush, no sacks on Allen, and uh, you know, uh, and that's a killer if you can't get the can't get that pressure on them. And with all that said, I mean, they do. The Pats have the ultimate get-right game this week. Oh yeah, <laughs> again at home against the uh, the hideous Jaguars, who are just yep. uh, I mean, are just awful on, in all facets. <laughs> of the game. Um, so, I mean, any struggle here is a, is a giant red flag. Um, you got to think the Pats are going to come out and stomp them. I don't see any other, I don't really don't see any other scenario. Oh yeah. I think, and then, you know, depending on how things shake out could be a pretty big game. The last week of the season against the, uh, the, the dolphins in Miami dolphins playing real well. Yeah, but uh, shouldn't look ahead. Just just one at a time. Take care of business, and uh, that's true. Just try to get. And I mean, stranger things have happened, I guess. But you know, Buffalo is going to be fourteen plus point favorites in both of these games, and yeah, to, to have them at home too, uh, that, that you know, that gives even less hope. Uh, the the Falcons every once in a while are 
capable of playing a good game. <laughs> so yeah. you never know, but more more than likely Buffalo just kind of takes care of business the last two weeks. Huge win for them. Kudos to them. Kudos to Josh Allen. Great game. Great game by him. You know, one of the other one of the other big big games for, for playoff seating and a, another team that we follow closely here. Um, Saturday night, Christmas night, Colts at Cardinals. Colts playing without their whole offensive line. And was really a Kingsbury special in this game. The Cardinals snatching defeat from the jaws <laughs> of victory with missed field goals and stupid play and mistakes, penalties, just the, the Colts. You know, credit to them. They won the game 22-16. Wentz made one really nice throw toward the end of the game to, to kind of seal it. But real concerning loss, real concerning stretch here for the Cardinals. Kind of looking similar to what they did last year, which is fall apart in the second half of the season. And things did not get any easier for them as they're heading to Dallas this week as on as a pretty significant underdogs, five and a half, six points, the Cowboys coming up a thoroughly predictable stomping of the WFT. The the Cowboys this year have been a team that, you know, kind of crushes the little guy, but doesn't, they haven't really shown up in the big games. So a real interesting, real interesting game this week. It feels like teams moving in two different directions, but I don't know how much you can take away from that WFT game. Like, is it, did the Cowboys really get right? Or was it just a, a destruction of an undermanned, horrible football team? What do you think, John? Nah, I think it's more the first thing you said that they, they don't really have a, a, a quality win over, uh, over a team, uh, over 500 really so they, they've they've been uh, you know winning the games they're supposed to but they, they haven't come up against top competition but but you never know once you get in there maybe they're saving that great game when they you know when they go to a lambeau field or you know where they have to win on the road but uh yeah that was a that was a game uh the wft right from the beginning heineke like heineke's first throw forget about it it was yeah, it was a disaster, and and also you nailed the uh, the the Colts Cardinals uh, the coaching mismatch uh, really uh, was really apparent as the Colts even without Nelson and their whole offensive line uh, was still able to get the job done. And it's it's a familiar uh, it's a familiar story for the Cardinals uh, second half. Uh, you know, the the other the opposition's the teams uh, kind of figure out what they're doing and it just just have Murray chuck it 43 times and uh, you know to scrap their running game I don't I don't understand where the Kingsbury's uh, philosophy was there. It was an ugly. I mean, you gotta win that game at home if you're the Cardinals against. I mean, a Colts team. The strength of their team is the offensive line and the running game, and they didn't have that. They didn't. I mean. They, they just, I mean, Taylor had a pretty good game. He had one big run, but they didn't have it. You got to throw exotic blitzes or something at that, at that offensive line. And you got to score more than 16 points. And, but with all that said, going to Dallas and winning, which I think they are capable of doing kind of writes the ship and gets them into a, uh, into a, you know, probably a better place mentally 
going into going into the postseason. I find this to be a really difficult game to call because I don't think the Cardinals are as bad as they played last week. And uh, I certainly don't think the Cowboys are as good as they looked last week. If you look at if you look at their offense specifically in the in the previous three, four games, I mean, they didn't do anything. So the Cardinals do have a good defense. It's a tough one to call. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to pick the upset, though. I'm going to say the Cardinals go in there and beat them by three and a, a little bit. Of, I know I think this game has the highest total for the week. And I think it's a uh, it's a strong under. I think it's a, you know, kind of a 23, 20, 2017 kind of game that the Cardinals squeak out in big D. What do you think, Don, John? Mm, uh, I'm sorry. It's it's. I just think the trends continue, and, uh, and Dallas keeps rolling, and uh, the Cardinals keep rolling the other way. It's, uh, it's it, it might get it might, it might get it kind of ugly. Uh, Thirty to nineteen, uh, Dallas. All right. Well, I think it's good. It's good for the Cardinals that we didn't both pick them. If anything's <laughs> if anything's been proven this season, that's that's it. <laughs> Yeah, but the Cardinals are kind of locked into that uh, that first wild card spot where they they got they got two game leads. So it, it that's another thing. There's really not much. Uh, well, I mean, still, they can uh, still win the division. Sure, sure, but uh, you know they need help. So they do need and help. That, and that Rams and if the Rams uh, put one up at one o'clock, uh, that also might uh, suck some of their. Uh, their momentum because uh, the the Cardinals play a four and the, and the Rams play a one. So if, if the Rams put the one on the uh, put the win up already, that that may kill some of the Cardinal motivation. Also, keep that in mind. Yeah, real nice matchup for the Rams. We can uh, we can talk about that game next. So we had Baltimore at Cincinnati, another another very important game. And you know, if Joe Burrow got to play the Ravens every week. He'd be the uh, the second coming of uh, Peyton Manning. <laughs> he, uh, I mean, just we know that the Ravens secondary is really decimated by injuries. So you could see a big game coming for the Bengals passing game. But I, I, I even I was very optimistic on the Bengals <laughs> in this game. Didn't see this coming. The borrow through phones of whatever it was, the fifth or sixth most yards in NFL history. <laughs> history 525 yards Cincinnati just blew a hole in the Ravens 41 21 what I really appreciated and we talked a little bit about this on the chat was the little fuck you 50 yard <laughs> wheel route to mix in in the final two minutes when they were way up and then Harbaugh pissing and moaning about it at midfield when Harbaugh this is the same guy who earlier this year against the Broncos with whatever, 30 seconds left up by up by double digits. All they needed to do was kneel, ran a play in order to maintain this team's streak of consecutive hundred yard rushing games. So he can go fuck himself. And I thought I thought it was a nice I thought I thought it was a nice little middle finger from the Bengals, and I loved Burrow's press conference afterwards. He didn't back away from it, and this is the pros, John. You don't want guys to do that. Stop them. Stop them. It's not a. It's not a. You know, it's not Riders' twelve-year-old flag football game. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was also uh, the the coordinator Martindale had made some comments that he did that Burrow was nothing really special. So that was uh, yeah. 
but the, you know that's a division game. You, you got to play the team twice again next year. So, yeah. I think they're just fine with that. And you know, I mean, you know, Harbaugh will keep it. In, I mean, I think it's good. It's, it's it's good to have rivalries, right? And yeah, these are these Cincinnati. are two good young teams. Yeah, especially Cincinnati. They've been getting the the swirly from uh, you know the Ravens and Steelers for about you know twenty five years. Yeah, well, yeah. With an you know with a year or two exception, you know once in the Marvel News they had a couple of good years, but otherwise they've been they've been eating it. So it's good. They really put they swept both the Ravens and the Steelers this year, and, and none of the games were close. So, so they they're up and coming. Can you name any uh, team that's got a better uh, three amigos than uh, Boyd? Higgins and uh, Chase, and uh, and you throw the tight end Uzoma in. That's a uh, as far as weapons uh, and mixing that running back. Uh, yeah, I mean the the Cowboys yeah. are the only comparable one in yeah. my opinion with with um Lamb, Cooper, Gallup, Dutch Schultz, and then the two headed monster running back. But yeah, no, absolutely. And Burrow looks like he's the real deal. Yeah, um, I mean, he's he's going to get better. He's just a kid. I mean, he's, he looks like the real deal. And they're very much in the driver's seat in that division now. Yeah, but with that, they got the Chiefs this week. And uh, it's very intriguing if they if they lose, if, if they lose to, the, you know, going to the, the they're going to be underdogs going to Kansas City. And it'll be it very is in intriguing. Cincinnati. Oh, they're, they're yeah, but but they're oh, still bad, good. they're bad, still underdogs. Bad. It's it's still a tough game for them. Right. Okay. My bad. Okay. Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are favored by five. Wow. But uh, that. Yeah. That's a tough one. So if they lose that, the division's still uh, up for grabs. Believe. Well, because they they play Cleveland in week eighteen. Yeah. They they lost to they lose the tiebreaker. So believe it or not, Cleveland still has. Can you imagine? Cleveland it would be it would be the most Bengals thing ever to lose out. And, Cleveland. and lose the division because because Cleveland say you know it, okay yeah they, they got to win twice and the Bengals got to lose twice but that's a lot easier when you know you control one of the games when you play them one of the games so that's that oh, Monday absolutely. night game yeah if 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 uh if the Bengals lose that Monday night game is kind of fascinating because <laughs> the winner will have, will still have a shot man <laughs> as awful as Baker played. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you gotta, you gotta like them. I got against Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh's been bad. I mean, uh, with bad. the uh, they're souping up Big Ben's last game. I think that, that I know. that's gonna be a little. Uh, you know, he's not gonna be as awful as uh, as they've been. I think, I think the motivation uh, factor, the sentimentality. I think uh, uh, Pitt, Pitt, that might push Pittsburgh through. But, but like you said, uh, Cleveland. Just you watch them and and you see. You know, the solid line play, solid defense, everything, coaching, and it's just, you know, we we hate to do it. You know, we 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 always try to get deeper, but 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 that and another game that uh we'll get to later that that there's only one way the the quarterback that was that was the difference. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying that all year. You know, I mean, he is not the answer. He's just, I mean, I and I think he's a fiery kid. He's competitive. I, I don't dislike him personally, but I think he's a backup quarterback. I yeah. think he's a, he's a high-end backup quarterback like Mitch Trubisky is really what he is. He's just he, – he – and then – and we, we, we didn't go over this whole game yet, but the coaching, the play calling at the end of that game is the stupidest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I mean, the coaches have too much faith in him. You're at the 50-yard line – with a minute left, right? Yeah, three timeouts, time. yeah. three timeouts. 
And Green Bay, I mean, they're giving up nine yards a carry. You got there by running the ball. The and, funny thing was uh, they, they were down, so they're down the two scores, and they and they rolled, and, and to get within one score, they rolled right down, basically running with only like five, six minutes left, but still, that, that was how they got, they got it to one score, and the defense got the stop, and all you need is a field goal, unbelievable, and and they, and, and that off, and the fourth, he threw the fourth one, just. And I mean, yeah. on a, you know. That fourth path, the fourth pick, there was pass interference. There was, and they didn't call it. But the the three throws before that, the three throws and all of that, there could have been about six. Uh, missed they, they op- missed couple, an open yeah. guy. Missed it. I mean, he missed Njoku open twice on that drive. And I mean, like, I mean, them are the Colts. Cleveland or the Colts are the best best running games in the NFL, right? Bar none. Yeah, and then- Indy knows it and is well coached. And they they do everything they possibly can to take the ball out of Wentz's hands so he doesn't screw him over, right? And then, I mean, if that was Indy in that game with three timeouts, they would have given it to Taylor four times before they threw it four times. And then Cleveland just, I don't know if it's Faith and Mayfield, but it was just really dumbfounding. And Green Bay, again, gets out with their lives in a game they probably should have lost. Yeah, that, but, that, that's a that's a red flag. They give up over 200 yards rushing. Usually, that, that that's enough to win. And uh, yeah, so that that's, that might be a red flag for Packers, even though you know they, if they get the home, the home, they might get the buy in the home field. But giving up a lot of yards on the ground like that, that's. Uh, but they're living on the knife's edge. The Packers, two weeks in a row. I mean, yeah, they they, I mean, obviously Harbaugh kind of gave them the game against the week before by going for two. When again, their defense got completely shredded. Yeah, thirty points, to, <laughs> thirty points to Huntley. Uh, yeah. And then this game, I mean, when the other quarterback throws four picks, the game shouldn't be close, right? I mean, that it, it should. Green Bay should be should win that game by twenty five points, and they they get a gift at the end again from the uh, from the yeah, end. I'd be worried about that defense. Uh, they, they was they've been solid most of the year, but. Uh, Last few weeks, it looks like they're going in the wrong direction. Yeah, and I mean, if I'm one of these, if I'm one of these AFC teams, when I look over at the NFC, there's not a lot there that's scaring me, honestly. Mm. For this, you know what I mean. Every I'm stick team with the is, I'm stick with the Rams defense. Uh, Every, and, I mean, and, but Stafford's like yeah, Mayfield, oh, Mayfield yeah. 2.0. He almost, he, he, handed, he almost handed the, uh, <laughs> the Vikings the game. Uh, they, they, the, the Vikings did nothing uh, in the Rams defense, and they, they came up with 23 points because, you know, they were handed uh, 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 interceptions inside the, their own 20. Uh, the Stafford was, uh, yeah. I think picks. the Cowboys, if they can put it together, are the most complete team. Right, because they have, you know, what Parsons gives them on defense and Diggs. They have, a, they have a, a legit good defense, and they have the weapons on offense where they should be able to kind of score with anybody. But they, other than this WFT they game, they've been slogging along offensively. Tampa without Godwin, I know I, you know, like an asshole, I picked the Panthers to win that game. Yeah, I was wrong, but. I mean, they're a tough out, but I mean, I, I don't see them running that gauntlet. 
and Stafford, I think, is going to kill the Rams this week, notwithstanding. So back to this week's games, John. You mentioned the one o'clock Rams game. We have the Rams going to Baltimore, right? In mm. a uh, in a game that paper should be almost an easy call, right? I know it's it, but in Baltimore, everybody's going to be thinking about what Burrow did to that defense last week and the Rams have this aura of having a really strong passing game but do you I mean this is the kind of game that historically Baltimore Baltimore wins right at home is Stafford going to give it up a couple of times and then with Lamar back is Baltimore going to just control the clock because he can run on the Rams a little bit um control the clock with the running game and steal it at the end. What do you think? Yeah. The, the, the Ravens are one of the, you know, as much, as much as we get on hardball, he's a, when, when his teams are up against the wall like this, this is basically an elimination game for them. They're, they're real tough, but I, I just think they're too decimated uh, in their, uh, especially in their secondary. They're not, not going to, they're not going to be able to take advantage of uh, those uh, Stafford uh, picks. So I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with the Rams to to roll through. And uh, is it uh, Lamar or the, the, there's a lot of uh, misleading reports? Yeah, it's, it, I heard it's, a, it's was... a maybe. Okay, so thought... Huntley's off the COVID list, and Lamar's yeah. been Lamar's been kind of limited practice. They're keeping it close to the vest. Um, I mean, you know, with what Huntley showed, it's a it's a drop off. It's, I don't think it's like this massive massive drop off uh, where yeah, even they... even even Johnson played well enough. Uh, Last yeah, week. they just got shredded on defense. Yeah, but you got to think that the the Rams coming in are, are going to want to throw, 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 right? So Harbaugh knows that. Martindale knows that. Can they scheme up these kids? I mean, I know they got torched, but they did get another week of experience. <laughs> Can they scheme up a way to slow down that passing game? force a couple of turnovers and win the game. It's a real interesting game. I think it's a probably a three point game either way. I'm with you. I can't pick the Ravens with how badly they've been defensively against the pass, but I don't think the Rams defense is just going to completely shut them down. I think they're, I think they're too well coached for that. And I think that their strategy is going to be pound the rock, hold the ball, try to win it at the end we'll see yeah I'm, I'm stick with the rams yeah i'm picking the rams too john so all our listeners you know what that Tony, means. uh your ex uh your ex compadre there has been uh, lighting it up uh, lately oh yeah Tony, Tony Michelle, it's a great yeah. offense to run in yeah and um you know he's always had talent so good for him we're always happy to see expatriates doing well elsewhere um, speaking of which, the Monday night game this week, John, I, I mentioned them earlier. Wow. The surging Dolphins, who, I mean, this big run they've gone on. Mm. You know, let's just go through it. Giants? Two yeah, jets, but it's even worse than it looks like on paper. It's even two. worse than it looks like <laughs> on paper because of some, of some of the people out of the game. I'm gonna steal your line. The worst seven-game winning streak in, in NFL history. <laughs> yep. So we have Houston, oh, Baltimore. Yeah. Okay, that's a good win. At the Jets, 
home for the Panthers, home for the Giants, home for the Jets, at the Saints with, yeah, with Ian Book. <laughs> Ian Book, poor Ian Book. You know, like and, it, and eight and eight offensive linemen out. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, the poor, poor, I mean, Sean Payton's a great coach, but, and I mean, the kid just did, shouldn't have been out there. There's not, I mean, they had no other choice. You know, when the nah. the second pe- second play of the game's a pick six, that yeah. things aren't going to be good. So, but with all that said, they, you know, they did have to win the games and Listen, their, deep, was, their uh, defense has been good. It was 10-3 for in, uh, in the third quarter. It was 10-3 and a, a big third down, two of through a friggin' gem of a pass to a uh, Holland, so they got like 40 yards, and then that, was a great play. Uh, that led to 17-3. Yeah, because and, and I was right after. Yeah, and our thing, I was getting on two. I was like, yeah, they, his name is Tua because his passes don't go more than two yards, and uh, and then then right after that, he threw that. That was a, that was a beautiful pass to Holland. So yeah, he showed a lot, and yeah, I think I was a, a little harsh on him because uh, yeah, the Dolphins' offensive line. Uh, you know, whether injured or not, it's one of the worst. So he's he's pretty much out there fighting it, too. And he really doesn't have much choice but to throw two-yard outs. He's played well. I mean, I think he's played pretty well. Like, I mean, he's definitely, you know, people, you know, people want to rush to judgment on these guys. Yeah. And, I mean, he's a kid, you know. I mean, he had an up-and-down rookie year, and he's gotten better this year. I mean, Herb, obviously, right? You probably take Herbert long term, right? You probably you, you take Borrow long term, but I don't think he's a total disaster or anything. When you look at some of the young, you know, the quarterbacks who all who went the five quarterbacks who went in the first round this year, I mean, I think he's played probably better than all of them, right? Oh yeah, yes, and and seeing uh, his his line. It's just uh, I just expected more uh, running plays, but I guess that's uh, you know for self-preservation he doesn't uh, he doesn't run as much as as the other quarterbacks. Yeah, and Flores is a good coach, and what they did do for Tua is they got him a real legitimate number one weapon in this year's draft that's worked out. Uh, Waddle is yeah, really terrific. really good, and he's yeah. going to be one of the best receivers in the league for a long time. Um, total package, you can see it. Just a deadly, deadly slot guy. Just a lot, I mean, you know, a lot like Cooper Cup. Reminds me a ton of Cooper Cup, the way he plays. And that's the kind of guy that's a quarterback's best friend. So real interesting game for the Dolphins this week with a team with a, I forget when we did the show last week. I don't think we talked about, I think it was before Tennessee, San Francisco. I think we all picked San Francisco. No, or no you, you yeah. picked Tennessee, John. Yeah. You picked Tennessee. <laughs> You, I got you lucky. Correct. I, I so, got lucky. That was a Jimmy G special. That was. Oh that, my that God! Was him, and Mayf- Mayf- him and Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, Garoppolo just single-handedly lost that game for them. Yeah. Awful, awful performance. Um, but Tennessee got the win. Big win for them. And now you have Miami going to Tennessee. Big playoff implications in this game. The first, you know, definitely the toughest matchup Miami's had in this streak. Tennessee won that game, but I don't think looked particularly great doing it. I guess the biggest the biggest takeaway for them was it was damn good they have AJ Brown back. But if the Dolphins the defense is good at one thing, it's taking away your best receiver with Xavier Howard. So 
I really lean Dolphins in this game. I, I just think they're a better team as currently constructed. I think their defense is going to be able to shut down Tennessee. And I think their offense will be able to do just enough against Tennessee. And I don't think Tour will go the Garoppolo route and just uh, hand Tennessee the game on a silver platter. So Dolphins by six. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We're going to split because uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think the streak is, it, it's a good time for the streak to come to the end. Uh, yeah. The, the Titans, that was a big, uh, he was a big game changer when uh, AJ Brown uh, finally gave that offense a, a little spark. And uh, yeah, I don't think the Dolphins are going to be able to do anything uh, against the Titans defense. So it, it'll be a, the it's overall a is a 39.5. It might be a good, uh, Good, good one to bet the under uh, 20 to uh, 16 Titans. Yeah. So you got it close. It's a close game. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, um, you know, that's a one o'clock game. And I mean, the scheduling again, not great this week, I guess, Minnesota at green Bay. I mean, yeah, no, man. A seven and eight Vikings uh, for, for, for an eight o'clock game. Man. That that Bengals uh, Chiefs could have been should, should have been flexed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you think yeah. on paper? I mean, Green Bay is probably gonna probably should yeah, win that game. Yeah, I don't know. Vikings. You know, uh, it's like beat the them. Vikings beat I mean, them uh, earlier. I, also, know, I think I think I saw, uh, saw maybe uh, six out of the last eight in Lambeau. The Vikings have uh, got them, or, or four out of six, or something like that. They've they fared pretty well, and and it's gonna be a. Uh, uh, I heard in a, from the, the dope law weather said it's going to be an ice bowl uh, game uh, Sunday night. It's going to be about as it might be close to zero. The I mean the Vikings, the Vikings really didn't play well against the Rams this week. Like I have a winnable game. Stafford threw three picks. Yeah, they're off at, didn't do at home. But I mean it's weird, like cause, because you know Minnesota Green Bay, it's two teams. So Minnesota tends to get ahead and then blow it. Green Bay tends to, like, hang on at the end. So who the hell knows? Cook is going to be back. Uh, he is, yes. Yeah, he'll be might, back. You, you saw Green Bay has been giving a lot, up a lot of uh, yards, and uh, w- with it being real cold, that might uh, uh, might give the Vikings a fighting chance. Uh, I, I'm going to go – I'm going to stick with Green Bay because uh, they're going to want to salt away that, uh, that home field and, and, and that bye. They're really going to be playing hard, so they're – they, yeah, I mean, it's a, if they lose, it's a bad loss for them. I mean, that that that's a game if you're like a yeah. legit Super Bowl contender. Yeah, you got well, a but, game. Like I said, the Vikings are kind of had them. Uh, oh, and the Vikings are a scary them, yeah. team because they can personnel wise. I mean, they can beat yeah. anybody. They yeah, can beat anybody. They, they just they can like beat everybody and they can lose to anybody. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and Jefferson has like really owned the Packers. I mean, he dusted them earlier this year. So that's a that's a strong one two punch they have on offense. So the Packers are going to have to score some points. Um, Rodgers is playing at a really high level. Yeah, I think that cold's going to get to uh, Cousins more than uh, Rodgers. So I, I look for a couple of Kirk. Uh, flubs there and uh, that that'll tilt it'll be close but uh, i'm going with the packers i like the packers as well tough not to pick them but wouldn't be totally shocked with the minnesota win to your no, point, not Chad. at all not at all and then we have the uh bear with me one sec here we have the niners mm. coming up bad loss awful uh, horrible yeah. loss a jimmy g special for a team that was really surging 
Like, I mean, that's just an inexcusable loss. They have a get-right game this week against I don't know. I the don't know. suddenly tough-out Texans. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, they might have found a little something with Davis Mills. Yeah. They're, so they're, they're capable. From, from what uh, little I see in the, the line, uh, gives them a chance. Uh, their offensive line has been pretty uh, – giving them a ch- – you know, give him a chance to do something, and and the coach has got them fighting. So, um, yeah, I, I can confidently there, so. say that I don't think Rex Burkhead is going to run for 150 <laughs> yards yeah. against San Francisco. Yeah, the I mean, the Chargers should be ashamed of themselves yeah. <laughs> for that performance. I mean, you can lose the game, right? I mean, yeah. teams lose the game, but <laughs> Houston's run offense, literally the worst run <laughs> offense in the whole NFL. <laughs> I mean, Bur- Burkhead sucks. I mean, he, he's not a real running back anymore. He's like a third down guy, you know. And if you, I mean, he he he, he looked like it looked like it was looked like a prime Arian Foster out there. Carbon up. 149 yards. No, really. I mean, the I mean, people were taking the the Chargers seriously because of Herbert, but when you're a sieve like that against the run. I mean, to that point, you're, you're, you're not a real contender like Denver this week, Denver's going to Los Angeles, Denver with Williams and Gordon. I mean, what are they going to run for? 250 yards. I mean, that's a, they're, they're running games way better than the Texans. It's a man. I mean, just an ugly, ugly loss, but credit to the Texans. And like I said, with, you could make the argument that after Mac, Davis Mills has been the most impressive rookie QB this year. He actually looks pretty decent. You know, I mean, I guess I got to ask you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you think of Lawrence? Do you think it's like, I know, I know that it's been a bad situation there, but you know, even with guys who, I mean, this kid coming in, right. Once in once a decade prospect, Right, right. Uh, Andrew Locke, Peyton Manning, that kind of guy. Well, those guys, I mean, even Manning, when they went one in 15 in his rookie year, there were flashes and Locke was very good as a rookie. I mean, this kid really doesn't look good to me. Like, I, I, I mean, I know it's tough to judge because of the situation, but I wonder if you have to kind of lower the overall expectation for him. As like, I mean, Burrow, right? Burrow went first the year before, not as highly touted of a prospect. I think he looked better than than Lawrence has so far. Um, do you think it's unfair to judge the kid or do you think it's I mean, I, I tough for me to see him as this generational guy? I, I think it's going to get better. But uh, the, the big thing is, uh, especially nowadays, is ball security. I mean, I mean, you see the top quarterbacks, they have like, uh, you know, ratios of like 30 TDs to five interceptions. And, uh, and Lawrence, uh, really, the, the turnovers has, has to be concerning because because even if, you know, when they do, you know, get, get their stuff together and, and the line improves, that they're still going to be you know, you're still going to have to handle blitzes and, and, and times you're still going to have to make plays under pressure. And, uh, uh, you, know, you know, playing in, in Clemson all, all those years, you know, but you, where you only get two tough games a, a year, he didn't really, uh, he, he, you know, he didn't really uh, was accustomed to to the kind of pressure in the NFL. It's a it's a real big difference. Sometimes, 
sometimes you see that the star star players in college, they, once they get to the pros, it, it's a it's a game changer handling that pressure. And uh, so if you don't clean up the turnovers, you know, even if he does it, you know, even if they they do improve in other aspects, it's it's still going to be a killer for him. Nine touchdowns, fourteen picks. Yeah, and and plus I mean, the, that's you know, a bunch of fumbles. Yeah, and a bunch of fumbles too. So yeah. So. Yeah, especially when uh, you know when you see guys like you know with TD ratios like thirty to five and stuff like that. I mean, know, even Wentz, yeah. who we who we give a yeah. hard time to, only like twenty five and six. Yeah. yeah. Right. You got to take care of the ball. And it's not like you know, like like a guy like Mahomes, right? And even Allen sometimes, right? Like they they'll throw they'll throw the occasional pick when they're really trusting their arm and trying to make a big play, but he's kind of, he's turning it over without, without like that threat of, you know, this like, like those guys, that stuff works out for them. Sometimes they make these incredible plays and he's got like the turnover piece without the incredible piece. It's a little, I'd be a little worried if I was a Jaguar fan that, that this can't miss kid might've actually been a whiff and a bust. Yeah, I'll give him more than a year for that. Especially getting gonna have a you know decent, a, a much better coaching situation. So you got, you got to give him another year for for Wilson too, uh, because it, it's got to be a big shot. Especially for if like Wilson, he plays in that uh you know from BYU. You're playing that whack conference where he he probably got sacked like one time in his whole career. Uh, you know, there's never any pressure. Those games are like. Uh, 70 to 60 no defense whatsoever and it's a big jump up when uh, to to go to a team you know with a, a weak offensive line and when you're under pressure all the time so yeah, yeah and I, I mean I, I gotta get these guys another another year wilson Please. i mean the my expectations were quite a bit lower for him coming yeah. into the year because i mean that's not a good situation that he's in over there um i feel like he's he's flashed and made some real nice plays. I like what he can do with his legs. That was a little, yeah. he can do a little more with his legs than I expected, but he's real raw. Like, I think he's the kind of guy who could have benefited from the Mahomes treatment where he got to sit behind yeah. a veteran for a year, but it's just not the way it usually works now, you know? Yeah. You, you got to see what you got right away. They throw him right into the fire. So. But 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 seeing how uh, uh, some of these guys struggle this year, maybe maybe it'll be a, you know, it'll trend towards uh towards towards the way it used to be, where you know a guy, a guy sits for a year, like the Lance situation. Uh, that that's another thing. Getting back to the 49ers with Jimmy G, uh, you know, banged up and and, and looking horrible. Uh, that doesn't say much. Uh, that that must oh. mean that he, he that Lance isn't really ready. Oh, you know, if that kid had anything right yeah. now, he would yeah. be in there. Right. Yeah. Shanahan. I mean, he's not afraid to do that stuff. <laughs> you know yeah. that. And um, so that's a red flag on him that he's not huge, which, huge red flag, which is not a shock, because I always said, like, like everybody's raving about him. But but I'm like, come on, who how many North Dakota State games no competition. Uh, have you watched? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you look, it's not I mean, he only was only one year. Right. And so yeah. he was a uh, he was an yeah. analytics yeah. pick, John, all the yeah. all the measurables. <laughs> But Come on. he's got to be real, real raw. And I'm not saying he's never yeah. going to get there. But yeah, the you would think even if he was like like a Kaepernick at this point, who was also kind of raw, yeah, but exactly. they made that move, 
even though knowing he would make some mistakes, I think he can't really throw. From what I've watched, right, just the limited action, I think he's got giant, giant accuracy issues. Like, I think he can really impact the game with his legs, but I I think it would, it's almost like a Cam Newton situation where Shanahan knows he can't throw. So you can't put him out there really. If he can't, if he can't throw. Right, John, any other, uh, yeah, taking a look here. I think we covered all the, Oh, Vegas at Indianapolis, big game. The, um, the nine lives never die Vegas Raiders. We've, we've buried them four times and they pull out another nice victory here. 17, 13, a very forgettable and horrible game to watch, but they beat Drew Locke and the, in uh, the Broncos. Hey, and listen, now, if, uh, if Miami gets clipped, uh, they can move right up into that, uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But they got to win this game. And this is a, this is a tall order for them going to Indianapolis, Indianapolis back to some semblance of full strength. The Raiders most likely getting their biggest offensive weapon back in Darren Waller. To me, this is the game. This is a game that the Raiders will generally lose. Right where they big, uh, they're, they're always they're dead. They're, they were kind of a team to me that's always destined to finish one game under 500. And historically, at least in the car era, and not a knock on him. I actually I've I've grown to like him a little bit. I think I think you can win with him. I think he's better than a lot of these guys that we talk about. Doesn't have that much around him, unfortunately. Um, but I think there's a chance in like. Indianapolis comes out here and just really stomps them. Like, you know, just Taylor runs for 230 yards or something and they just kill him. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on that too. Even, uh, even if it's a uh, Ellinger and not uh, Wentz, which, uh, which is be 50, 50, we won't, they're pro- that'll probably be a uh, least surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Without getting too much into that about the, the least uh, surprising thing that's happened this year, him and, uh, yeah, you know, him, and him and Mr. Irving yeah, in Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at this stage of the game, uh, with that situation, when when a bunch of people are getting it, you know, even with the the vex, so it's, that's true. Uh, it's an, that it's is really true. Fact but it's a it. bad look, is my yeah. Opinion. And I, I know, you know, how many headlines I saw with the unvaccinated crossing events. <laughs> yeah, no, and not even as a political state. Like I, yeah. I don't, I don't get into that stuff. But just to me, it's like strictly as. And I feel the same way about Kyrie, right? Strictly as the leader of that team, as the Colts, where you know they're fucked without you, right? Yeah. Just fucking do it, you know. Just fucking do it, and <laughs> you know, yeah. There, there's plenty, you know. There, there's a whole league full of guys who have done it and have had no, no real adverse effects. It's, it's not gonna yeah. hurt. You gotta, you gotta just gotta suck it up and do it. That's yeah. right. And um. When it's business, when it affects your money, that's when. Uh, and Wentz is an Aaron Rodgers, right? Not that what it, I think what he did was great, but if you know, he, yeah, that, he, he he can do whatever he wants. I mean, I I disagree with him doing it, but like when you're a guy like Wentz, who, you know, I mean, Indianapolis is one of the few teams in the league that would have offered him a starting quarterback job this year. That to me, you kind of owe it to your teammates to make do do what you can to make sure you're out there. Yeah, but, but for but them, with, better better now than in the playoffs. 
Yeah, but with that, it might be a, it might even be a blessing because uh, he was directly responsible for a couple of their losses. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, Ellinger. I mean, maybe it, it, it yeah, could yeah, be like an game, Ian Book kind of situation, right? I think he's uh, got in there and he, he handled it a little better because you know, with that line, if if Nelson uh, is straight, then uh, you know, and and Taylor, that's that's a that's a big difference. So he can navigate a win over the Raiders. I like it. I like it, John. I like Indianapolis as well, regardless of who's at quarterback. And then I don't think we picked Chiefs-Bengals. So yeah. Chiefs going to Cincinnati. Oh, boy. It's tough, the, tough not to pick the Chiefs the way they're playing. Cincinnati looked great last week, and I think they're, I think they're a real good team. It's a real difficult matchup against that Chiefs defense. Uh, the Cincinnati defense is going to have to really show up to win this game because I don't think I don't think the Bengals are scoring more than 24 points against that Chiefs defense. Uh, that Chiefs defense is is real good, and the offense is going to be back at full strength with Kelsey coming back and Hill, you know, no longer feeling the effects of COVID. I know they lost Clyde Edwards-Helaire, but if there's a guy on their offense that they can afford to lose. It's him because the backup is just as good as him. And then even this third kid, Gore, looks like he can uh, he can do a little work. So it pains me to do it because I like the Bengals. But I'm going to go Chiefs 27-21. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to pick the Bengals too, but uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs uh, about 30-24. to 24. And... I, I will preemptively, as long as Burrow doesn't get hurt, and the Browns promise me they're going to start Baker Mayfield in the Week 18 game, I will preemptively pick Cincinnati to, to, they're gonna to win, win that game. They're going to win a division on the last week. Uh, I, I don't know, though. Cleveland p- put it on them in, uh, in Cincinnati. So, and, and, the, and, the, and the finale will be in Cleveland. So, damn. I mean, maybe Pittsburgh will just take care of the Browns on Monday night. Talk about a shit game. I mean, I know it's Roethlisberger's last game, but I mean, it's two of the more difficult to watch teams in the whole NFL. I mean, is there any way that game's not like 13-10? I mean, that's, that's, that's how that game goes, right? The, the division is fascinating, though, even though the – that there's a 80% chance that the, the winner of that division gets smoked in the first round. Uh, 80%, that might be high. Uh, uh, maybe not if it's Cincinnati, but if it's anybody else. Man, they can, that's, right. Uh, yeah. But there's still a lot of options. Uh, it, it, there's paths for uh, both uh, Pittsburgh and uh, Cleveland. To, I mean, to, that division, to, they could get theoretically it, get two playoff teams, right? Uh, that would be a stretch, but yeah. <laughs> That would be quite the stretch. All right, Johnny. I think we got the, I think the, we hit the Ravens. The Ravens would have to pull the upset on uh, the Rams to make that possible. The way this season's gone, they're going to win that game. And then we both picked the Rams and freaking jinxed them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that one o'clock uh, West Coast, with, which, uh, you know, I, I used to fall back on, but uh, I finally got burned about 10 times on it. So I think that's no more. <laughs> Stafford the pumpkin doesn't know how to win. Yeah, that, that that's that that's the concerning. Uh, You've been on that. You've been on that all year. It's uh, I mean, he needs to have a good game for them to win against that secondary, right? I mean, 
And you, you would know, think you should be able to. Because the reason why, because, uh, you know, a lot of old Lions back, I said, oh, if he, he only had a better team and all that stuff. But but he's actually, uh, they actually made the playoffs. He's 0-3 in the playoffs. And I wasn't, uh, I wasn't overwhelmed with his performance, let's just say. I mean, he had Calvin in, in Johnson, right? yeah. the second or yeah. third best receiver I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, and, I mean, right now, I know you don't like Beckham, but, I mean, he's got, I mean, He's healthy, and that's a heck of a heck of a number two or three receiver behind Cup, who's the best receiver in the whole league. Now it like I have to be uh I have to be fair though. He's been the perfect teammate. Uh, you know, he's getting along, no shenanigans, no uh, no nonsense uh, during the week of getting the headlines for the wrong reason. He's he's pretty much uh he's acknowledged that Cooper Cup's the number one, and he gave him his props. So you know, I'm I'm gonna lay off until uh until he does something stupid. Well, I think he knows. I mean, just from a physical standpoint, that his body's not going to hold up to being yeah. a number one guy getting 12, 13 targets. Yeah. It's just not it's, he just, you know, it's actually the perfect role for him as, yeah. a, as a number two. Because, I mean, he's I mean, even I mean, he's not what he was, but he's still like a real tough cover in this oh, yeah. single nah, cover. Him. And you have to single cover him in that offense. Yeah, he could be the Alvin Harper and uh, well, cups to Michael Irvin, sure. The one thing I will say is that he he does a couple of times in that game. I feel like, and I I I think I remember him doing this with the Giants too. Like like there was a play in the end zone where it looked like he could have gone up and tried to catch it with two hands. Yeah, he, he and instead he up. just tried to do it with one, like he's trying to go for the big highlight. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> Uh, I, I've been there. It's uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. Like if he can, I mean, you should only do the one if you have to, yeah. right? Better to use two. But that's just my rudimentary football knowledge there. But it should be a great week, John. We missed Senior this week. Um, he was. I watched the Patriots game with him. I watched it with him and, and Uncle Bob. You know Uncle Bob. So the, the, my my house was flowing with negativity. Um, throughout the game uncle bob very negative negative fan uh, what was their uh what was the main take uh, uh, that same thing i said yeah it's just they, it was just you know the two evenly matched teams and one team had an mvp at quarterback and the other yeah. team rookie couldn't do nothing from allen from the start uh, yeah it's it's unfortunate he's a great player i mean he's just a great player and great players are going to beat you sometimes um, Uncle Bob, though, you know, I made a vow to never watch a playoff game with him again. When I lived in Arizona, he came to visit <laughs> and fucking Pat's Jets, the week that was the one where the Pats had beaten him, whatever it was, 55 to 10 yeah, yeah. the week uh, before. The Rex Ryan, uh, the Rex Ryan one and over. He game, came yeah. over and watched the game right when he got to the house four hours before the game. Oh, I think the Patriots could be in trouble. Uh, I don't like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like a, yeah, but he always calls it. Like, uh, and I'm like, oh. yeah. I'm like, and then the whole game, like, I was uh, uh, not looking good. I'm, 
Let's get some positivity in here. But anyway, nah, that's I, that, that's how I am with all my teams. Uh, just expect a disappointment, and then you won't be disappointed. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you saw Spider. Did you see Spider Man? Yeah, that's where. That I was it. You're, you and M, yeah, you're, you're you're the MJ to my uh, Peter it. Parker. John. Yeah, because she's a Met fan. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, my friend. So for all our listeners, hope you enjoyed the show, Tim. I'm sorry, but we're just not going to talk about the Bears the rest of the season. Hey, listen, uh, congratulations the, uh, on the win. That, they're going to get two I'm in kidding. a row. They're going to get two in a row. They're, they're I'm kidding. That was a real, that was a real nice win for the for the Bears. In all seriousness, yeah. I they, they I like I like the go for two and the, when it doesn't matter. Like unlike Harbaugh, like you're on the road. You're the Bears. Go for two there. Screw it. I liked it. And hell of a play, hell of a catch by former Patriot Demir Bird to salt yeah. it away. And um, BD Foles, he uh, he was good, good enough to yeah. win the game. And then you do you have the Bears. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about it. I, I didn't even realize it. Bears Giants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta like, the... you gotta, with the Giants quarterback situation. You gotta like basically anyone in the NFL against them. Yeah, they're, they're messing up the Giants' uh, top 10 pick, which doesn't matter anyway because uh, the way the Giants uh, front office, they're going to they're gonna pick uh, a bust anyway, no matter where they pick. So it, it, there's really none, nothing to get mad about there. So. There we go. Just, yeah. So we talked about it a minute ago, the disappointment thing, and then right, right, <laughs> right into action one minute later. Fortunately, I'm not far Doesn't from matter there, where man. they pick because they're going to screw it up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Expect disappointment and you won't be disappointed. I got the Bears by a minimum of 10 points in this game. Yeah, we're going back to Glennon, so that's, uh, you know. I mean, he, I mean, from that was predictable. Yeah. You know, not an NFL quarterback. Glennon's awful. I mean, well, it's they, a they, lost they also, season at this point. The, yeah. the thing I don't, the thing that would kind of, as a giant, if I was a Giants fan, right, is the the one guy who was supposed to be kind of bulletproof when he's healthy as top five kind of guy, Barkley, really, really yeah. doesn't look good. Like I don't that, know that if was the uh... have sucked it out of him, but that pick looks worse and worse every day. I mean. If you, you know, told me at Booker the beginning of the year, legitimately looks better, right? I mean, yeah, I didn't like watching yeah. him. If if you took if you took the names off the jerseys, you'd say why is it why is it the other guy playing more? You stole you stole my line. If you told me at the beginning of the year that 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 uh, I would uh, want Booker in there instead of Barkley, I would you know ha- think you were friggin' uh, high or uh, committed. But, uh, that, that's where we are now. But Booker's a better back than Barkley. Unbelievable. And take I mean obviously they took a lot of heat for taking the running back so high. There running yeah. backs don't generally go that high. If you take one that high and you whiff on it, yeah. it's a real yeah. bad scenario. Like at least like Dallas took Elliott in the top five, and he's been, you know, Pro Bowl kind of guy yeah. for a number of years. Well, that's what you, that's what happens when uh, you know you you put a guy in charge that's from Boston, uh, that graduated from Boston <laughs> University. It's, you're not going to get an intelligent pick. But if you look, John, all the all the best <laughs> backs in the league for the most part weren't picked that. You know, they're all second round uh, picks for the most part. Second round, uh, you know, you got guys that are undrafted that are. I know, yeah. but like you know, Taylor, second round. Joe Mixon, second round. Right? I mean, Dalvin yeah. Cook, second round pick. That, you don't have really, to take the guys that high. 
he, that that might be a, like a like a, a a historic pick that where a guy went the way the running back uh, went so high. We're probably not gonna see that anymore. Like no more, like not even in the top ten or anything. Yeah, I mean, and you see that like the last few right have been Barkley, Elliott, and Fournette. Right, they all went in the top five. Fournette semi bust who has redeemed himself at the yeah, uh, for a team that didn't draft him. Uh, exactly. Yeah, not, uh-huh. <laughs> Elliot, you could say he he's worth the pick, but again, even with him, you could see why they suggest not doing it because yeah. the wheels. The, I mean, he's, he's it's not uh he's just not the same quite the same guy he used to yeah. be. Right? Be- because if you have they have the four great years and then you gotta you gotta pay him and kill your cap and. <laughs> And after that, the performance goes way down. So. Barkley skipped like the part where we were supposed to have the good four years, and it's just yeah. skipped right to the right to the. He had like right, a good right two. to the regression. Yeah. He had he had a good one, uh, one and a half. Uh, yeah, that that first year was special. Otherwise, that's it. But. Anyway, uh, end the year on a down note, man. Thanks. Uh, happy you New have, Year. You have a happy New Year, my friend. <laughs> and to our listeners, Happy New Year. Enjoy the games this weekend. John Sr. and myself will be back next week to preview Week 18 and take a look back at Week 17. Yeah, um, we got to, uh, if, if the Cardinals, uh, we got to get Ryder in here for a Cardinal playoff preview. Uh, I, you know, he's willing to do it. We got to do it before 10 o'clock at night, but he's willing to do it. He was asleep in my car about two hours ago. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, we are here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I do one other show here, which should be posting in the next day or two from Squared Circle to the Silver Screen. It's myself and Logan Crossland, where we take a look at a movie starring a wrestler. We do it once a month. This month we did Red Notice. We did Red Notice for half the show. And then unbeknownst to Logan, I decided to turn the other half of the show into a review of Spider-Man, No Way Home, which does not star any wrestlers. So tune in for that. John, you got anything? Uh, yes. Uh, our boy uh, Tim Slomka and, and uh, Ryan, they did a, a preview of uh, the day one, which is uh, coming up on uh, New Year's Eve, the WWE. Uh, a great preview. And also, uh, I, I will be on the uh, Behind the Connection uh, with the boss, uh, JT, uh, where we'll be discussing, uh, we, we did a live watch of a, of, of a great uh, Hall of Fame uh, wrestlers uh, tape. And, uh, we shoot the shit while that's going on, so look for that. Nice. Well, good to have you back doing a show other than just this week in the NFL, John. I know you were missed by the listeners of the uh, North-South Connection. Yes, I think there were two of them that missed me. Thank, thank you. Bless you all. I was one of those two. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. All right, guys. So for for John and for, for Senior, who's not here, Happy New Year. And here's to a uh, better 2022 for everybody. And go Cards, go Pats, go Happy Bears. New Year. <laughs> Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year, guys. Take it easy.